0: Hi there, it's Matt. Thanks for uh, listening to this Good Friday sermon. We had some difficulties with the, uh, with the audio and getting it recorded. Uh, so we're going to join that sermon part of, the way, part of the way through. I wanted to tell you what you're going to be listening to. This is uh, from Mark chapter 15, verses 1 through 15. Now it's just a little bit of the, of the Good Friday story, the story of Jesus on trial before Pilate as told by Mark. By the time this story starts... Jesus has already been arrested the night before, tried illegally overnight by the Jews and, and brought to Pilate. Now, the Jews want Jesus executed, but they're scared to do it themselves because Rome didn't allow them to execute offenders. Sometimes conquered people did, but, and usually Rome looked the other way, but Jesus had become popular and, and the Jewish leadership was probably scared that if they killed Jesus and the people went sort of crazy that the Roman leadership would blame them. So they bring Jesus to Pilate to try and get Pilate to execute Jesus in a sort of legal manner. Here's the passage, Mark 15, 1 through 15. Early in the morning, the chief priests with the elders and scribes and the whole council immediately held a consultation. And binding Jesus, they led him away and delivered him to Pilate. Pilate questioned him, Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus answered him, You say. The chief priests began to accuse Jesus harshly. And then Pilate questioned Jesus again, saying, Do you not answer? You see how many charges they bring against you? But Jesus made no further answer. And Pilate was amazed. Now at the feast... Pilate used to release for them any one prisoner whom they requested. The man named Barabbas had been imprisoned with the insurrectionists who had committed murder in the insurrection. The crowd went up and began asking Pilate to do as he had been accustomed to do for them. Verse 9, Pilate answered them saying, Do you want me to release for you the king of the Jews? For he was aware that the chief priests had handed Jesus over because of envy. But the chief priests stirred up the crowd to ask him to release Barabbas for them instead. Answering again, Pilate said to them, Then what shall I do with him whom you call the king of the Jews? They shouted back, Crucify him. But Pilate said to them, Why, what evil has he done? But They shouted all the more, Crucify him, crucify him. Wishing to satisfy the crowd, Pilate released Barabbas for them. After having Jesus scourged, he handed him over to be crucified. Again, the main reason, the main beef that the Jewish leaders had with Jesus is that he rejects their authority and people who listen to Jesus like Jesus better than they like the Sanhedrin. Publicly, the Jewish leadership said the problem they have with Jesus is blasphemy because he claims to be one with God. But Pilate would have cared very little, either for a charge of blasphemy or Jesus' rejection of the Sanhedrin. So they don't charge Jesus with any of that in front of Pilate. They seize on Jesus' confession of being Christ, a king. And they tell Pilate, he wants to be the king of Israel. He wants to sort of throw out the emperor and be king himself. They want Pilate to think, Jesus is a dangerous rebel. You know, inside this charge is really the height of irony because the Jewish leadership only wanted a Messiah who would take the throne and attack and overthrow Rome. When Jews, Jesus refused to take the throne, he said he didn't come to judge the Gentiles of the world, but to save them, That to turn the other cheek, to, to give to Caesar what is Caesar. Well, The Jewish leadership had no use for a Messiah like that. So they accused Jesus of being an insurrectionist. That was a charge taken very seriously by the Romans. It is punishable by death. Pilate had killed insurrectionists before. He had some in custody at this time. And he would deal with insurrectionists later in his career. In fact, Pilate eventually lost his job due to the violent way he put down small rebellions. So Pilate was no stranger and he was not afraid of executing insurrectionists. But Pilate also didn't like the Jewish leadership. He didn't care much for the Sanhedrin. And the Sanhedrin didn't care much for Pilate. But Pilate couldn't exactly ignore a man charged with insurrection. There was too much risk for him personally. So Pilate asked Jesus a direct question in verse 2. Are you the king of the Jews? And Jesus evades this question in an interesting way. In the Greek, Jesus does not say yes, and he does not say no. He says only two words. Pilate says, are you the king of the Jews? And Pilate says, only you say. Most of our translations translate these words, it is as you say, which sounds a lot more like yes than what Jesus actually said. Jesus says you say. I think what he means is, Pilate, you decide. Am I the king of the Jews? You decide. You know, in Mark, Mark decides to let these be the last words that he records out of Jesus' mouth before Jesus is nailed to the cross. And I don't think that's an accident. Is Jesus the king of the Jews? My king? That is for each of us to decide. Jesus leaves that decision in Pilate's hands, and he leaves it in ours as well. Okay, I think this is where the audio picks up, so I'll turn you back over to the sermon as it um, was recorded on Good Friday. the king of the Jews. Later he's going to ask, what do I do with the one people call the king of the Jews? And Jesus will never help him. He just says, you decide. It's a really important question. Well, the chief priest, the the Sanhedrin, the leader of the leaders of the Jews, they have lots of like lies and false charges to help Pilate decide what to do with his question, what do I do with the king of the Jews? They accuse him with all kinds of accusations that Mark doesn't list for it. So Pilate comes back to Jesus in verse 4 and says, you have got to defend yourself. Help me help you, Jesus. Don't you answer? You hear all these charges. I can't let these go. And Jesus says something that amazes that the Greek word is a shocks Pilate. He's flabbergasted. What Jesus says is nothing. Again, he said his final say before the cross, you decide. At that point in Mark's story, he takes a little break to explain a situation that we as readers have to understand. Verse 6 tells us that at the feast, for Jews that would be Passovers, Passover, the governor Pilate would give a get-out-of-jail-free card to one person, whomever the Jews decided. The, Jew, the, the Romans were masters at controlling conquered people. They were the masters. They knew happy people were easier to control than angry people. And one way they tried to keep conquered people happy is at their special time of the year, the Roman governor would say, hey, I may have made a mistake. I may have imprisoned the wrong native son. So, So you can pick whoever you want, one time a year, one person, and I'll let them out free of charge. In verse 7, we learn back in the prison, there are real insurrectionists in prison. Verse 7 says, There's a man named Barabbas. He'd been in prison with the insurrectionists who had committed murder during the insurrection. Barabbas is a bad dude to the Romans. He's in jail because he deserves it. He was a leader of, of a at least a small attempt to overthrow Rome. Rome probably saw him more as a terrorist than anything. If you've read this story before, did you ever think, what is wrong with this sick and twisted crowd that they would ask for a guy like Barabbas to go free and a guy like Jesus to be crucified? You ever wondered about that? How sick can these people be? They're not as sick as as I think we would think because to them Barabbas isn't a murderer and a criminal Barabbas is a patriot to them Barabbas is exactly what they were looking for in a Messiah somebody who would take up arms and finally do something about these Romans it's time we kill a few folks around here In this story, don't think that this crowd showed up to get Jesus crucified. I don't think this crowd knew Jesus was even there. Jesus was arrested the night before at night in the dark. He was tried in secret. They brought him early in the morning to Pilate's house. This crowd, Mark tells us in verse 8, was there for one thing to get their guy out of jail. They came for Barabbas. He's a real Israeli hero. And then back to the story, Pilate comes up with an idea. He thinks he can use Jesus to keep Barabbas in jail. I think Pilate thinks this crowd is more reasonable than they are. He walks out and says, hey, how about if I release this king of the Jews, this insurrectionist, Jesus? Because he knows Jesus isn't a violent criminal. Verse 11 tells us the chief priests stirred up the crowd to ask for Barabbas. I'm not even sure they needed to do that. These people came for Barabbas. But I think the chief priests did make a deal. I think the chief priests walked around and said, hey, you don't let this filthy Gentile tell you who to get out of jail. You get your guy Barabbas. And we as the Sanhedrin will support you getting Barabbas out if you support us in demanding Jesus be crucified. And behind the scenes, that deal was made. These people don't care about Jesus. They've probably heard some of what Jesus taught. Things like, I didn't come to judge the Gentiles of the world. I came to save them. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Turn the other cheek. These people, didn't have, these people had no plans to support a Messiah like Jesus. They wanted one like Barabbas. It's who they came for. And the rest of the sad story... It's a crowd out of control. It's Pilate's plan has failed. It's Pilate asking one more time, like he hasn't done anything wrong. You want me to, to, to crucify an innocent man and let this guy go? And yes. And at the end of that sad passage, the only innocent person there, Jesus, is nailed to a cross, is led away to be killed. And a really guilty person named Barabbas is released as scot-free as you can get. And this evening I want to submit to you that the best thing you can hope for in your life is to be just, like Barabbas. You know what Barabbas' name means? Bar just means son of. What's the word Abba mean, Bible students? It means like Dada. He's a son of the Father. Literally, there was a cross prepared for a son of the Father, Barabbas, who was guilty and deserved it. And then there was the the one true son of God who took his place on that cross. I can't chapter and verse this, but I believe the two men that were crucified with Barabbas, or excuse me, were crucified with Jesus, were Barabbas' running mates in this insurrection. And I think that cross in the middle that Jesus hung on was, was meant for Barabbas. I am Barabbas, a son of Papa, guilty as guilty could be, who deserves a terrible punishment at the end of my life. But for one thing, the Son of God took my place in the death that I deserved. Every one of you is a son or daughter of the Papa, your creator. You, you were created by a God who loves you, but who didn't mince words when it comes to guilt and innocence. The only hope you have at the end of your life as if the one true Son of God had took your place on that terrible cross just as realistically as He did for Barabbas. It really is our only hope. Now, if you've read this story before and got to the end of it and been angry at the injustice That some low down, dirty, rotten snake like Barabbas got to go free and Jesus got killed. You ever thought that? I have, but I want you to think what you're saying. Because your only hope is to be that low down, dirty rotten snake. (laughs) Son of the Papa. Forgiven through the blood of his son. Jesus only says, you decide. You say who I am. Like Pilate, do you agree with my enemies about what they say about me? Or do you agree that I am who I said I am? Would you bow your heads and pray with me? Papa, like sheep we have gone astray. We are guilty. Before you we are, we don't deserve a relationship with you. We certainly don't deserve eternity with you. We are your guilty children like Barabbas. Father, I thank you that you, uh, you made a way that our sin could be punished righteously, but we could be freed from its penalty through the precious blood of Jesus Christ and his beautiful, terrible cross. Thank you for saving us by the precious blood of the Lamb. In his name we pray. Amen.